Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline and hit us up on Instagram and on TikTok for more Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you. Like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. They're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And Farm Your Health Plans, get better with Farm Your Health Plans, better coverage rates and service. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. Uh, Zach, we're going to get this thing going about Lamar Jackson and the report that came out uh, on Sunday. But as you mentioned, give us that like on the show because we've got a lot more people watching right now than who have liked the show on Facebook and YouTube. So give us that thumbs up uh, and that'll help get more people in this conversation to find the best sample size on if Titans fans want or don't want Lamar Jackson. Because Julius, I see right here, says, hope the Titans don't get Lamar. Well, here we go. This was the report Sunday morning on Sports Center. So this is ESPN Sports Center from Jeremy Fowler, NFL reporter for uh, uh, the worldwide leader ESPN. Quote, and then when you talk about good fits, I asked some execs around the league what teams would make sense. They mentioned Tennessee, who just cleared some cap space. They have a new GM, Ran, who is working on the roster. Uh, they could use uh, a running quarterback and have had experience with that in the past. Again, that was Sunday morning on SportsCenter, which is not just like any random like show, right? Like Sunday morning SportsCenter is still probably one of the biggest sports centers uh, that they have right now when it comes to viewership. Uh, you know, you would think as the uh, media consumption, I would, I would, I would debate would, that. So, no, I, mean, I still I think Sunday morning sports center still a pretty big deal. I, I think it's way no bigger. Clue. Than- uh, I think that there, there's nothing to back that up in today's air era and how we consume media. So I, I don't know that, but well, it was Sunday. Let's just it say was that Sunday. Yes. And so uh, again, Jeremy Fowler said this uh, when he was bringing up and mentioned wildcard teams uh, that could land Lamar Jackson. He also mentioned the New England Patriots as well during that segment uh, on SportsCenter Sunday morning. So, Zach, your initial thoughts overall on what Jeremy Fowler said Sunday morning that we just showed the quote of right there. Well, I'll ask you this. What what are the two biggest storylines this free agency? Aaron Rodgers which is not a free agent storyline, but it is a storyline during the free agent cycle, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, And then um, I, I guess Lamar Jackson would have to be second, right? Yeah. I mean, Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers storyline, which would be a trade, I think is a bigger story than the Lamar Jackson, because there's a lot more ridiculousness going around the Aaron Rodgers story because of the, darkness retreat and this being like the third consecutive off season that Aaron Rodgers has done something along these lines. Well, and then Aaron going on, you know, Pat McAfee and actually speaking and, you know, you hearing from the player. I mean, there's so many unique parts of that story, right? But Lamar Jackson is definitely the second and Lamar Jackson and how the franchise, the Baltimore Ravens have treated Lamar how Lamar in the last couple of years has played or not played and what he's going to do moving forward and how the league has structured what is going on with the franchise tag, which Mm -hmm. we'll talk about here in, in a second. So I look at this story and I say, these are what report, this is what reporters are doing. They are looking for any singular angle for the Lamar Jackson story, whether there is an angle or whether there is not. And so when I heard this report, I did not watch SportsCenter along with millions and millions of other people who on watched, Sunday morning. Who had more viewers, sport live viewers? SportsCenter on Sunday morning or Pat McAfee with Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> oh, Pat McAfee, whatever <laughs> right? Which is hilarious. So I, I, I look at this and I say, 
this is a reporter in Jeremy Fowler. And there is, I, I would, I'm not singling out him. I, I would say uh, the generality of reporters looking for any angle to take with Lamar Jackson, whether there is movement or not. So, uh, look, I think, you know, it, it's an opinion-based report. I don't know if the, there is a, a validity of a, a strong connection of the Titans trying to inquire Lamar Jackson. I don't believe that. But th- that's how I took it as, okay, that's a logic report, but it doesn't mean that there is substance to the report, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, so again, to show the, uh, the the quote from Jeremy Fowler, and this was from SportsCenter on Sunday morning, Quote, and when you talk about good fits, I asked some executives around the league what teams would make sense. They mentioned Tennessee, who just cleared some cap space. They have a new GM, Ran, uh, who is working on the roster. They could use a running quarterback, and they have experience with that in the past. So that's Jeremy Fowler there. So, Zach, let's reset the stage on the Lamar Jackson contract situation on what the Baltimore Ravens did earlier this month in early March with the non-exclusive franchise tag for the former NFL MVP. That's right. It is very significant and very specific as far as how the non-exclusive tag works. Let's start with the exclusive tag. That is generally only applied to quarterbacks. And what it means is he is our guy and you can't touch him unless they do some sort of trade. In other words, the team controls everything. It is basically you're just signing him to a contract and that's it. And that is more expensive. Would have been more than $45 million for Lamar Jackson. Then there is the non-exclusive tag, which almost everyone else gets and which Lamar got. It is lower, $32 million. It also includes uh, a, an option where another team can step in, sign the player to an offer sheet, basically sign him to a contract, and then get him from the team that franchised him for the price of two first-round picks. So basically, you come in, if you like Lamar Jackson, you sign him to a big deal, presumably fully guaranteed. You then give the Ravens two first-round picks, and then he is yours, except they also have a chance to match. So what the Ravens could essentially be doing is, we think Lamar Jackson's market is this. If another team comes in and sets it, signs him to offer sheet, okay, maybe we'll just match get a contract with our guy, and move forward. That process starts early next week. It can continue deep into the season, and certainly it ramps things up, ramps up the conversation for all teams, knowing that on some level for some compensation, Lamar Jackson is available. Ian, thank you. So So Ian Rappaport from NFL Network, uh, that was from March 7th when the Ravens did use the non-exclusive franchise tag on quarterback Lamar Jackson. So two first-round picks is what it would cost if Lamar Jackson signs an offer sheet from any other team. And obviously the Ravens have an opportunity to match whatever that offer sheet is. So look, there's nuances with all of that, right? Lamar Jackson is representing himself. The Ravens have been open about how difficult the negotiation has been on what is the market for Lamar Jackson. And as Ian Rappaport said, Uh, This could be a way to let other teams negotiate for the Ravens and they could just match the offer and be fine with it. Or it's two first round draft picks and not having to pay a quarterback, whatever a team is going to offer Lamar Jackson to come play for them. Well, here would be a question that I would have is, and this is something that Rappaport did not touch on. The rule states that the Ravens, can match but does the player have to sign right so if the tight if if a team puts together a contract the ravens then match that contract Hmm. is it then the player's choice to pick which contract that he wants or is he forced to sign with the ravens due to the stipulation of the non-exclusive franchise tag that would be my one question with that Because when this situation occurs, things get murky. They always do, right? Because a team is holding a player in the player's eyes somewhat hostage. Now, it's $32 million of hostage, so it's not that bad. But against his will of a long-term contract, it prevents long-term guaranteed money. And we all know what Deshaun Watson did to set that standard with Cleveland a year ago. And that's kind of what Lamar has based his asking price on personally. So that would be my question. 
Do you have that answer? Yeah, I I do. Uh, NFL.com, here you go. Teams that use the non-exclusive franchise tag hold the right of first refusal. If a designated player signs an offer sheet with another team, the player's previous team has five days to match said offer sheet. Should it decide not to, the player's original team shall be entitled to draft compensation for the first picks. Uh, you know, and honestly, so that's okay. So that makes a lot more sense. And I thought yeah. that was, I didn't think that they weren't going to force a player to sign with a team. So that is the, the first two round picks. The nuance of that is that a team matches the offer and do, the player does not then sign there. They are compensated with the two first round picks. Yes, if a if a offer sheet is signed by the player for another team, there's only two options. It's either the player goes back to the original team for the match, or they decide to go with a new team and the old team gets the compensation. Right. Okay. So that, now, now to clarify that, that's why you know the player's probably not going to go back to the old team because of how this thing has been handled. I just dis- I disagree. I think there's still plenty of possibilities for Lamar Jackson to go back to the Baltimore Ravens if an offer sheet situation happens. Uh, so look, all right, let's, let's go ahead and ask this question and we'll talk about uh, where Lamar and where we predict and think Lamar will end up after this entire situation plays out. But let's get the chat more involved this morning, Zach. Should the Titans pursue quarterback Lamar Jackson? Should the Titans pursue quarterback Lamar Jackson? One more time. Here's Jeremy Fowler's, uh, Quote from Sunday Morning Sports Center: uh, NFL execs around the league mentioned Tennessee, who would be a good fit uh, for Lamar Jackson. So the Titans there linked on Sunday as a wild card team to land Lamar Jackson. So should the Titans pursue Lamar Jackson? Zach, we'll get to all everybody's comments, but you're going to tell us all about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your new ride. They've got your perfect make and model right down the uh, the street. I-40, exit 236. We've broadcasted from there. I mean, it is a great dealership. It's got all the bells and whistles. You can test drive your car today. Your car may be the Palisade, full-size SUV with third-row seating. Your car may be the four-door sedan, which is the Sonata, the Hyundai Sonata with great fuel efficiency. Your car may be the Ionic, which is battery-powered. Take a look at all of their inventory at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Make that quick trip right down I-40 to Wilson County Hyundai and get behind the wheel and feel the fire and test drive a vehicle today. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, with the BetMGM app, I feel like we're waiting forever for Thursday night to get here uh, for the second weekend of the NCAA tournament, but you can make sure to fill that time with the BetMGM app by using the Refer Friend Invitation. Uh, by having your friends join you on the BetMGM app. So what you do, you log into your app on BetMGM. You send that refer for an invitation out to your buddies, and you can get $50 in bonus bets for every friend who signs up via your invitation up to 20 friends. That's up to $1,000 in bonus bets just by you having your friends join uh, from your invitation, and your friends also get the same deal, $50 in bonus bets back when they sign up with your invitation. So check that out right there with the bet MGM app uh, refer for an invitation feature. So the question we asked Zach is should the Titans pursue Lamar Jackson, the exclusive, the non-exclusive franchise tag, excuse me, which would mean if the Titans pursue Lamar Jackson, they sign him to an offer sheet for however much money that ends up being. And then they're okay with losing two first round draft picks. uh, If that is the case. So should the Titans pursue Lamar Jackson? It's a yes or no. The chat's on fire. I'm sure I'll send you to the, to the firestorm. Well, we know that the firestorm worked because the first answer was absolutely. And the second answer was absolutely not. So <laughs> we know we've got a good question. Uh, let's go to the chat overall though, and see what we've got. Bama Brad says, no. Andre says, no. Jeremy says, no. Ahmad says, yes. Uh, Jimbo says F yes. And he's been asking for this conversation for some time. Eric That's says, right. no, uh, Barcelino says, no, hell no. From Billy, Chris says, no. So the nose are really starting to come in. Tighten up says, no pass from Richter. Uh, we've got, uh, Steven saying, hell no. Yes. From Hassan 100, a 1000% yes. From Jesse Johnson says, of course they should. 
Vibe Runners says no, hell no from Kenny. Uh, name his injuries, and I think we've got to get to that from Orlando because okay, that I'll is valid, valid on the, the number of games that he has missed. Uh, Joe Guac says yes. Gary says yes. Hell to the no from David. Nasty Nate says no. Absolutely from Pat. 100% should go after Lamar from Arthur. Absolutely not from Steven. Damn Skippy from Teddy. We got a lot of different ways to say yes and no. Juggy says, I say no. But Daff says yes. Eugene says yes. Don't pursue from Nick. Abso-freaking-lutely from Caleb. Absolutely not from Jody. Yes, 1 million percent from Orlando, even though he's asking about those injuries, which we'll get to, to uh, here in a second. Uh, sure, but send a 24 and a 25 draft pick from Denise. So playing chestnut checkers and waiting to see if Lamar gets past draft day, or I don't know if that can be negotiated. I, that is we'll something just, we'll discuss that here in a bit on when and the timing of the draft picks to be given up. Because if a team, in this case, the example is the Titans, do this after this year's draft, it would be 24-25, and then they could keep their first-round pick for this year. They kick the can down the road, or if they do it before, they would get their 2025 first-round draft pick because they would give up this year's and next year's. So there's uh, you know there's some detail in that. Colby says yes. R uh, Roderick says no. Uh, Brad says no, absolutely from Ken. So look, I think it's a mixed bag overall here, Austin, mm -hmm. but there are, I think majority have said no, but I think that majority is like 55, you know, 45 or 60, 40. I think that's probably the discrepancy from the chat. And we've got a good number of people watching this morning because, you know, Lamar is is cerebral. We talked about this being the second most important story of the free agency period besides the Aaron Rodgers Jets saga. But that's kind of where the, ch the the chat is gone, I guess. Do you have the injuries? Yeah, I do. Uh, this is awesome. Like, I don't know how uh, draft sharks got this data or how they come up with their percentages and and there, but this is draftsharks.com, which I've found and I have three players. I have Lamar Jackson and two other players that Titans fans are familiar with on injury history and their injury risk percentage. <laughs> so how about this? So Lamar Jackson, his injuries over the course of his career in 2021 had a concussion. And then in 2021 had a uh, lower lumbar sprain in his back. Then he has two knee injuries, one in 2020, which was a patella sprain. And then in 2022, which caused him to miss the end of this season, which was the big one, the PCL sprain grade two. So two knee injuries in the last three seasons. He also has two foot injuries. One of them was back in 2015 when he was uh, at uh, Louisville. And then uh, the other one in 2021, where he had a, the, uh, the ankle sprain, uh, a year, the, the season before last that caused him to miss the last six games of the season. So the problem is he's had lower body injuries, a knee injury and, a, and an ankle sprain the last two seasons that have caused him to miss the last seven and the last six games of the regular season in 2021. He was the reason why the Ravens missed the playoffs in this past year. They made the playoffs. They fought admirably against the Bengals, but lost that game because he was unavailable. So a lot of several injuries later in his career. Now, Draft Sharks has his chance of injury in 2023 at 9%, which I thought was interesting. They only project him to miss 0.4 games in 2023, which I think is low. So they view him as a very low injury risk. Now, then I, I, I looked up, Bud Dupree, because I thought that would be fun. Uh, Bud Dupree is also considered a low risk. His chance of injury in 2023 is 29% compared to uh, Lamar Jackson's 9%. Then I thought, you know, who is the most injured Titans quarterback of recent memory? I went with Marcus Mariota, who has a high risk of injury. His injury chance in 2023 is 40%. So that's kind of those they three got Jake players. Locker in there. Uh, probably not because he is retired and has <laughs> been for Jake Locker has been retired for almost eight years. I think 
So anyway, uh, but, I don't think he's going to get in the hall of fame. No, no, I, I don't. I, I think that, uh, that is that ship so, has sailed. Yeah. Somebody asked, what is Ryan Tannehill's injury? Uh, right. I can look that up. Ryan Tannehill injury history from draft sharks. Uh, but what's your thought on the low injury risk that draft sharks has put together? Well, I think it probably goes to, I mean, injury history has got to go into it, but it also is what injuries were sustained, right? Can they heal 100%? Are they going to hinder him from, from playing at 100% going into this season? And I think Lamar Jackson will be at 100% going into the 2023 season. Where he will play, I, I do not know. We'll talk about that later on in the show. But you, you cannot be denied, and that was – that was the bag out on on Lamar Jackson when he was drafted at the end of the first round by the Baltimore Ravens was can he stay healthy with how he plays the frame that he has and going up against NFL defenses you know he did what he did at Louisville against you know bad ACC defenses and that happened but it's carried over. He's had some stellar season. You know, the youngest MVP in the history of the game, you can't be denied. And that was unbelievable. That was a great season. And coincidentally, the Titans ended that season in the divisional round of the playoffs in Baltimore. But, you know, I think you have to look at that if you are giving up assets to sign this quarterback at a massive contract because that's what he's asking for. And I also look at the Ravens and what they're going through with this non-exclusive franchise tag. They're kind of forced into this position. Like they have to do this. They have to put this, this type of tag. It is the smartest thing that they can do in this particular situation. Yep. If they are not willing to meet the demands of this quarterback, which they've said that they're not going to. So the writing is on the wall of what they should do and they're doing it. I don't blame the Ravens for the process. No, not at all. I think this is the right way to do it is let the potential other teams negotiate what Lamar Jackson's market value is since you couldn't come to it with the player who represents himself and you and your front office members. That's a, it's a really tough situation because he's missed, you know, the last six games last year, the last seven games the year before. Uh, and if you count the playoffs, the last seven games in the last two seasons, where Lamar Jackson has been unavailable due to injury. And if you're going to give, you know, however many hundreds of millions of dollars, 200, $250 million to a quarterback over, you know, seven years or whatever it might be, you got to make sure that that guy can win you playoff games, which he has struggled to do in the past, right? Lamar Jackson still only has one playoff win under his belt. And that was in Nissan stadium during the COVID playoffs years uh, where the Titans sputtered and Arthur Smith then took the Falcons job a couple of days after, right? So there's a lot to that. Now, the last thing I'll wrap up before we move on, Ryan Tannehill's injury risk is 13%, uh, according to Draft Shark. So Lamar, less of an injury risk than Tannehill, but both considered low. Well, so, age. Age, age. Has got to come into play on that. Sure, and play style, all of that. So, Zach, did you answer the question yet? No, yes. Not yet. Okay, I'll let you do that now. Yes or no? Should the Titans pursue Lamar Jackson? My answer is no. Uh, I think at this point in time of where their franchise is uh, and the risk and what you have to give up, I don't think this is the smart decision for the foreseeable future of the Titans. I think Ran, uh, I don't think that Ran is going to do this. I would be very, very surprised if he uh, is debating this. You're just hedging the, the future of your franchise on a guy who has proven that he can play very at a very high level and win you a lot of games, but he also has proven to be not available. We always go back to the best ability is availability. And I have a question mark, no matter what loan shark, hurt shark, whatever website you go to that tells me whatever percentage that they think he's an injury risk. I don't trust it for two first round picks and a multi hundred million dollar contract. Like you got to think about the, the money that he's being paid. And here's the last thing that I say that okay. I think is very important for me. If I am ran, I sit here and I say, I think that Lamar Jackson negotiating on behalf of himself and not having an agent 
is a hindrance. It is a hindrance for other teams coming into the mix and wanting to negotiate or putting together an offer sheet for said player. I look, agents are I, you know, are not the best in the world. We saw that with Tory Dandy and mm. John Robinson and AJ Brown when that whole debacle happened last year. But when you're talking about this type of money and you're talking directly to the player or if they're counsel, usually in this case is like family members or friends. I think I read something where he he leans on Lamar's he leans on his mother and his uh, friendship group. Yeah, yeah. His, his mom is very involved in his and, uh, and that's okay. Situation. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and, and, but I, I'm not, I, I'm not doing that. If I'm ran, I'm not coming in and negotiating with uh, a mother and her, her son on top of giving up two first round picks on top of giving up multi-million dollars worth of guaranteed money, especially as a brand new general manager to a franchise that you've worked your entire life to get to this point, that if it doesn't work, that is going to be the singular note that all people and fans and front office point to on if you are a success or a failure in the eyes of the franchise. So yeah. I say no, okay. I, I do not do this. It's too big of a risk. I, I do have a follow-up question for you. Jesse says, Rand's own words, quarterbacks get you hired and get you fired. I don't think Rand is willing to put his job on the line because he's got, if he got Lamar and it failed, it would end Jesse, with his job. love of the show. I, I don't go. I don't disagree with Jesse's comment there. So, Zach, my follow-up to you is you are and were pro the Titans trading for Aaron Rodgers, right? You've said that several shows on our platform, right? Yes. You were pro Aaron Rodgers. Why Why were you pro Aaron Rodgers and anti-Lamar Jackson in these situations for the Titans acquiring a different quarterback, MVP quarterbacks, plural? Why? What's the difference in your, in your mind? Well, the first-round picks. <laughs> That's the difference. The what, compensation what, package is not close to being the same. What, you are in paying mind, for a short-term, and it's a short-term deal. Aaron Rodgers has also proven that he stays on the field. Over the course of his tenure, that if he plays, if he is on your roster, he is going to play. He has been hurt. You talk about his injury percentage. I would say that that is lower. And you don't have to give away two first-round picks. That's the key to this. And you also don't have to, to sign away probably the guaranteed money that you would have to guarantee Lamar Jackson. Well, uh, uh, you know, just to draft sharks is now a website that we're just going to use but whenever we. It's also Spo. Don't know. I don't yeah, trust I, I, that I, worth yeah. a damn. Well, it's and, all yes. It's all assumptions. <laughs> don't take these percentage. I kind of want to stop quoting them because okay, they're right, not all legit. Right, all right, all right, you just right, you well, typed in lone injury shark and you came up with this random ass website right, look, let's it's, not it's a, reference i'm it. not like okay, it's fine 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 uh, zach's zach's uh laying down the law on no more draft sharks so sorry for having fun well we didn't uh, we've experimented with spo and you got that okay. wrong for all right, two years. all right all right all right all right so zach here here's what i also do think though i don't i think lamar jackson for two first round draft picks is not that crazy of a compensation considering his age, what you have moving forward for him, and what Aaron Rodgers – again, we don't know what the compensation will be if it goes through for the New York Jets to acquire Aaron Rodgers. It's probably going to be at least a first-round pick. And Aaron Rodgers' contract that the Jets are trying to acquire is ridiculous. Like, they have guaranteed money for Aaron Rodgers for, like, 2025 and 2026, where Aaron Rodgers would be, like, 40. Two and forty. But he's not going to play that long. Yeah, but it's guaranteed on your cap. Like there's a lot of money that the that the Titans or the Jets in this case for Aaron Rodgers would have to have on their salary cap on their books for Aaron Rodgers in that situation. That I, I, that I do not agree with. I think that if he retires and puts his retirement paper in that, then that changes. So I disagree. The Jets would not set themselves up for for that failure. So I, I would. I would retract that uh, there are and Sam Phelan went through and, and did all of this work. Um, Aaron Rodgers has uh, his, his, but it 20... comes off the books. Tom Brady was the same way. Once you submit the, those papers 
are, are important. And once you submit those retirement papers, then that changes that particular team's cap situation based on that. And do you, so, do you think, do you think uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to retire uh, after the next two seasons? Like, do you think he's done? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't expect him to play based on, look, Aaron Rodgers is a risk, just like Lamar Jackson is a risk. Aaron Rodgers is a risk mentally. I think Lamar Jackson is a risk physically. So there's two different sides of things. I I thought for a short term, I think Rand could get out on the other side after Aaron Rodgers, and we don't sit here and say, wow, Rand Carthon, what the hell did he just do? I think it would be tough if he tried to go after Lamar, give up two first-round picks, and Lamar failed. I don't think that Rand would survive that at, at his job if that in, fell, in fact fell short and set the franchise back. All right, that's, so, that's also the way I would answer your question. All right, so Zach is no on the Titans should, uh, should the Titans pursue Lamar Jackson. Zach is a no. I am a yes. I will tell you why in a second why I am a yes the Titans should pursue Lamar Jackson. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. Whenever you get hurt in life, like we've just been talking about injury rate and injury history, well, you can help out your your injuries with the Bone and Joint Institute by going to check them out to help you get back to a healthy lifestyle. Zach and I have talked about this over the last several years. We've been working with the Bone and Joint Institute, who are phenomenal, by the way. Super easy to work with them whenever you have a injury inconvenience. I'm going to start calling it that because injuries are absolutely inconveniences for your life. They mess up your routine. They mess up what you need to do in your personal and your work life, professionally, whatever it might be. So don't just allow that pain to hang around. Go check out the Bone and Joint Institute. They have the specialist there in Franklin in an incredible facility right off the interstate. It's so easy to get to. They do everything under that one roof. And if you need more convenience, they've got uh, extra clinics around Williamson County for your convenience. But check them out right there, boneandjointtn.org. It is Sports. We're powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Get on your phone afterwards. Download it in your Apple or Android app store. And man, they got the hookup if you are a new user. If you've not downloaded it yet, you can. And if you're a new user, use the promo code, or excuse me, the bonus code ATOZ Sports. Get $1,000 back at bonus bets if your first bet misses. That's ATOZ Sports as the bonus code. Download the app today. So we asked the question uh, Should the Titans pursue Lamar Jackson? Uh, after the non-exclusive franchise tag. And once again, to kind of reset, Jeremy Fowler said this Sunday morning on SportsCenter. And when you talk about good fits, I asked some executives around the league what teams would make sense. They mentioned Tennessee, who just cleared some cap space. They have a new GM and ran, who is currently working on the roster. They could use a running quarterback. They have experience with that in the past. So I say, yes, the Titans should pursue Lamar Jackson. Only if he is still in this same situation after the 2023 NFL draft. There is zero reason for the Titans to present Lamar Jackson with an offer sheet before this draft. Don't do it. And this goes for any NFL team. They should not present an offer sheet to allow the Baltimore Ravens to get a 2023 first rounder and a 24 first rounder. The Titans should go through, do whatever the hell they want to do in the draft, like they don't have Lamar Jackson, and draft at 11 or trade it or gather whatever they want to do, go get players who can help this football team. And then after that, now you can go present Lamar Jackson with an offer sheet and see what happens. Because the deadline on this non-exclusive franchise tag for Lamar to sign it is July 17th. So you've got two and a half months after the draft to work with this. And so I say, yes, the Titans should pursue Lamar Jackson after the draft. If you feel better about your offensive line, if you get a couple young talented wide receivers to go along with Traylon Burks and Chig, who we like, right? The defense we like, don't get rid of Kevin Byard for the love of God, sign Jeffrey Simmons to save you money on the 2023 cap and then see where you're at. And then guess what you get to do? 
you also get to take advantage of teams who might not have gotten the quarterback via the draft the way they wanted to. So Ryan Tannehill could have options. Or if you can't move Ryan Tannehill via trade, you can simply cut him post June 1st and then save $27 million this salary cap, which can go towards Lamar Jackson and other situations for this team. Because we know this, Zach, Mike Vrabel doesn't want to lose. Mike Vrabel doesn't want to rebuild. And as much as Rain Carthon seems like he's trying to set things up for a rebuild, I don't think he wants to do that either. So Lamar Jackson helps you make a rip the bandaid off move from the previous John Robinson tenure of players and team and start fresh with potentially having Lamar Jackson and your first round pick this year where you give up two first round picks, but not until 24 or 25 where Mike Vrabel should have you picking in the twenties because you have Lamar Jackson and a pretty good defense. All right. I I, want to respond to that. Let's get to some uh, lunchbox money. Andre says, uh, is this Lamar's last contract? Will uh, the Titans be in the Ravens spot in four years with a contract dispute? How would this hamper teams moves in the future? A lot to consider to, to respond to that, Andre, if you look at what Lamar is asking for, which is uh, honestly a lot Lamar is seeking close to $230 million. That's what he's seeking. Like, it's wild to think about that. And it's even more if you look at some of the the rumors, plus you're not negotiating. You know, he declined a six-year $290 million deal in 2022. that That was disputed by... Lamar Jackson and was not confirmed. There was speculation around that, but we don't know that for sure. Well, he's asking for an astronomical amount of money because they haven't even gotten the the talks off the ground. The Ravens figured out early on that they were far uh, away, away and they yeah. just they did that early on. They said, "Look, you're, we're going to put the non-exclusive tag on you and good luck, my friend." So, I here here would be my response to what you're saying. Here's why I value first-round picks for the Titans now compared to when I did several years ago. John Robinson's not picking these first-round draft picks. I believe that they, the Titans will be better because how low the bar is, will be better at targeting and picking first-round picks. And Austin, that's how you win football games. That's how you build your franchise. I've been yelling that from the rooftops for years and years. If you pick correctly and re-sign players after, if you pick them in the first round, you get a fifth-year option for the team. If you are signing extensions with that player, that means that they're on your roster presumably for at least eight years. Eight years of really good play is worth it. That's how, because half of that eight years is four. And you're probably going to sign that first round pick to an extension before you get to your fifth round option or your your, uh, fifth year option. That means that you're getting value in the first four years of the player. So Rand needs to build this franchise for the long haul. And you, I, I think that you're going to wind up in a bad spot if you have Lamar Jackson and you don't have back to back first round picks. Because I, I think Lamar Jackson can win you a certain amount of games. And Austin, your first pick over the next two years, if you in fact decide to entertain this after this year's draft, is probably going to be midway through the second round. That's not how you build a team. You Now, to build a team, you need a franchise quarterback. I, I don't disagree with you there. But I've got too many question marks about the health of Lamar Jackson moving <clears> forward. <throat> He's proven to us, Austin, in back-to-back years that he has sacrificed his franchise's season due to his health. They didn't make the playoffs two years ago because of Lamar Jackson, correct? Yeah, they didn't the Titans, make the a Titans, single playoff game last year because of Lamar Jackson. And the correct? Titans didn't make the playoffs this past year because of Ryan Tannehill's health. Yes. Right? And so we, we all know that. But, I, Zach, I also think – so It's not worth it. I also think right now there are two ways to win a Super Bowl in the NFL. There's the Chiefs way where you make a beautiful evaluation and you get a quarterback in the first round and it works out 
amazingly, right? And you have the head coach and Andy Reid to go along with it, so it, it makes it, it works. And right? the Bills Patrick, did that as well, so they're in but, the same. Yeah, but thing. the Bills haven't gotten there yet. I mean, they've they haven't gotten the AFC title. Yeah, but game. they're competing for Super Bowl. Right. The but, Titans on, are behind. But, but the again, Bills. what did I say? There's two ways to do it now. There's the Chiefs way. Then there's also the Rams slash Bucks way. And I, 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 we can't compare the Titans to the Rams because they don't have the actual cash to do what the Rams did. And the Bucks is a different situation because of Tom Brady. But you have the ability, like you say. Rand Carthon wants to build this for the long haul. That's I, that would be great, right? But like that takes a lot of patience, and I think Rand's going to get some patience because of his first year. He just right? started. But I also do think when there's opportunities to get somebody like Lamar Jackson for only two first round draft picks, and you have an opportunity to continue what you have because you've gotten proven commodities on this roster, you're just missing the offensive playmaking. And I like Ryan Tannehill. I am totally fine if Ryan Tannehill is the Titans quarterback in 2023. But I do think there's opportunity to acquire Lamar Jackson, cut or get rid of Tannehill in some shape or form, gain $27 million a cap, extend their, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, keep Kevin Byard, have a legitimate defense with Mike Vrabel, and have a Lamar Jackson offense with Burks, Chig, a first round pick at 11 overall or wherever it goes and build with a young, more explosive offense with Lamar Jackson to go win the AFC South right now. Zach, if the Titans have Lamar Jackson and Jackson Smith and Jigba and Traylon Burks with a better offensive line and the defense, they're the AFC South favorites. And I think you skipped over something that is very important. You skipped over the Ryan Tannehill situation. What do you do if you make this move with Ryan Tannehill? Do you just cut it? I didn't skip over. I said it earlier uh, when I went through my entire process that after, again, the only way I think the Titans should pursue Lamar Jackson is after this upcoming draft, right? So you've got May to do this. And after June 1st, you can cut Ryan Tannehill and save $27 million this year. If Or you can trade Ryan Tannehill after you figure yeah, out Lamar. It's probably passed. Well, at, but after the draft, you have to figure some things out. And I'm going to, you know, maybe I can well, save Well, after my... the draft, players have been selected to rosters. So there's less needy teams. So the, you're not... Yeah, uh, but Ryan, all, The but... only way you're going to... Ryan Tannehill is going to have to be cut post... That's June. fine. I, and, and I think if you use the month of May to gain Lamar Jackson, then you can cut Ryan Tannehill and you gain cap space because Lamar Jackson might get a, a, a buku of guaranteed money with the offer sheet the Titans in this hypothetical situation go with, but they're probably going to spend less on the starting quarterback than $36 million if they cut Tannehill after June 1 and with acquiring Lamar Jackson. That those two, the dead cap for Tannehill and Lamar's first year cap uh, hit is probably going to be less than 36 mil if they do that. And I think after the draft, look, the Ravens are not going to get an offer sheet before this draft. Any team would be stupid to try to go out and sign Lamar Jackson from March 22nd to the draft. Well, there and are no five- there are no teams that pick before the or after the Ravens that need quarterbacks. So like the only justification would be if you need a quarterback, like if, for example, if the Giants were willing to move off of Daniel Jones and they were going to get a quarterback, that pick is less valued because it's lower, right? It's right around the 20s or something. But that's not the case. There's not a single team. So I do agree with you. If you're going to do this, you're going to do it post-draft. Yeah, I just I would be surprised if a team, because of what the value of a first round pick is today, gives up two of them. Zach, you know you know who would need a quarterback if the Titans acquire Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens. You know who needs a quarterback? I mean, they're, look, they're and, and I think the Ravens would take a different approach. <laughs> the the, okay. the Ravens would would then would do what they did this past year in the last yeah, I mean, two years I, I is go got, to war with a backup quarterback yeah, and then Pro have Bowl two first-round picks Huntley, next right? year. 
Pro Bowler Tyler Huntley. Um, so, look, I can't. There are teams that will see what happens when, again, I, I will say, I will hang tight because I've got two teams that I have in mind that I think outside the Titans that I believe would be good fits for Lamar. I'll just hang on to that for a rainy day. Right. And so, but again, I do think it would make a lot of sense for the Titans to do this after the NFL draft. It, I, I, I think it makes sense for a team to do it. I just don't think it's the Titans. Look, that's why we're going to wait and see. The Titans do have cap space. That was kind of the premise of the Jeremy Fowler report on Sunday. Uh, some quick comments that I've seen for some lunchbox money. Danny says, when you're in the current situation, the Titans are in, you need those first rounders. That's kind of what I was saying. Uh, the Titans are not a quarterback away. Sorry, saying that Lamar well, Jackson is not going to get them over the edge and not have those two players that are going to be valuable over the next three seasons. Well, let's, let's, let's think about this. Right? Right. If the Titans have Lamar Jackson as their quarterback, where are they most likely drafting? Because the AFC South is still not great, right? The Jags are way better, but they're still probably a max 10 and seven football team. The Jags would still be the favorites. Um. I mean, we'll see. Trevor, again, after what Trevor Lawrence did, the Jags are the favorite. But again, like they're not like runaway favorites. Like the max, you know, the Jags ten and seven is probably like a great record for the Jags in twenty twenty three. Due right? to their schedule, that's and, and then and then so you also look at the Texans and the Colts who are in a complete reset mode, and the Titans if they have Lamar Jackson, there's opportunity to go win right now, and that's where I think you know you could be pick, you can make the playoffs in twenty twenty three. So your twenty twenty four pick is in you know, the range of 20 to 24, Lamar Jackson can win you a playoff game. It's just, and, and if Lamar Jackson is hurt, you're toast. Yeah. And the likeliness of that happening is toast. higher than any other quarterback that plays in this league. I, I, I don't. No matter what LoanSharkInjury.com tells you, Lamar, Lamar Jackson is the most prone to injury of any starting quarterback. If you polled America that watches the NFL on Sundays and you said, which Wrong. starting quarterback is most prone to injury this season, they would probably say Lamar Jackson. Tua Tungvaloa. Bottom two. Let's see. Injury prone quarterbacks. Uh, two Carson it, it, Wentz it, isn't starting. It's Tua, Jimmy Jimmy, it's, Jimmy Garoppolo. It's Tua and <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, who's uh, hurt all the time. But you're Kyler, in the bottom three. And Kyler you could, Murray. You could list. You could list a number of uh, of players. Austin. It doesn't matter. He's still out of the 32 starting quarterbacks in the bottom five of most injury prone when you're paying 200 plus million dollars and God knows hundreds of million dollars in guaranteed money for said player. But if you, I I do think, yeah, Kyler Murray's up there. uh, Absolutely. You've got, you know, um, Tua and who else did I say? And Jimmy G. There's four. Right. You're still, you're at the bottom of the league. I mean, Trey Lance, like, Again, I quarterbacks get hurt, especially in 17 games, but it's uh, about the way Lamar plays. Lamar can can play unbelievable. We've seen that. But more more years than not, he's cost his team. Correct? The last two years, his injury situation has cost his team. Yes. And I think that's a huge sacrifice for the amount of money and the amount of draft picks that you have to give up real quick. Uh, Gary brings up, do you think Henry would want Lamar over Tannehill? And the Henry thing is unique because he's just got one more year left on his deal, right? Like he's going to be a Titan for one year and he may not even be a Titan for one yeah, year. We don't that, know what know, Derek Henry's going to do. A couple, we don't know. The draft hasn't gotten here yet. A couple people picked up on it. Uh, when I went through my entire hypothetical of what if after the draft, the Titans could go after Lamar Jackson, right? I never mentioned Derrick Henry's name because I honestly don't know what's going to happen with Derrick Henry. And if you get Lamar Jackson, I, I don't know what that means for Derrick Henry. I think if I were Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill is a better fit for me because Ryan Tannehill has the ability, is a better play action passer. Ryan Tannehill is a better quarterback who can push the ball down the field when he has weapons who can get the hell down the field. Uh, but again, like 
I don't think Derrick Henry's in a situation where he can like pick and choose what he wants. I think Derrick Henry doesn't have a lot of control. All right, real quick. Andre says for the record, he'd rather have a rookie contract and cap space. We talked through that. Mm-hmm. And then also scrolling down and we got a ton of comments. Uh, Kick it to the King production says with some, some jackpot bucks, you can yeah. draft your wide receiver at 11 or your tackle. So there's options They may both play for Ohio state. Once mm-hmm. you cut trade Tannehill, Post-June, the money goes towards Lamar. You can also backload the contract, but Lamar is too rich for Amy Adams. Love to see it, but kick it to the King production saying 20% chance. There's yeah. there's a lot of there's there's a lot to unpack there. So I think yeah. that, that that's fair. Um, we also have Nathaniel saying Lamar 50 million and Tannehill 36 million. I take Lamar every day of the week and twice on Sunday. The problem is uh Nathaniel, I I don't know if if Lamar's going to be there twice on Sunday. So that, that's the question that you have uh, from Lamar. And then our last scrolling down, scrolling down, man, there's been a lot of comments. I know, right? Uh, and Kane says, Zach is talking on both sides of his mouth. One minute Lamar would be a good choice, yet he's injury prone, so he's worth getting. I, I don't No, I don't you, never, I, you, you never said – you were pro Lamar. You were anti this. I was yeah, Kane. Kane, you need to be listening out of both sides of your ears. Because yeah, uh, I'm get not some... talking. I'm not there. We'll we'll showcase the the bad comment. Yeah, Kane, listen out of both sides of your ears, or go get some hearing aids because Q-tips. I'm not talking out of both sides of my mouth. I'm saying exactly what I feel. And Austin has taken one side. I honestly, I had no idea. I was surprised, Austin, that you took that side. Yeah, again, after the draft, yes, the Titans should pursue Lamar Jackson. Uh, but again, who knows what's going to happen. So we'll see how this goes. This will not be the last time uh, we talk about Lamar Jackson and the Titans. I feel confident uh, in saying that. And I will say this, Valentino. I was not on the show that the, a couple of weeks ago that you guys yeah, that was, talked Lamar. So I have not had an opinion on Lamar. Yeah, that was Sam and I, and honestly, I've changed my tune. I was more anti this uh, uh, than I was, you know, on March 8th when Sam and I had that conversation. All right, Zach, it is time to throw shade. I'm going to throw shade that's Titans related. It, I, it makes no sense. I, I don't understand uh, what happened yesterday, but I will throw shade on it. But first you tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Plan on them for health, vision, dental. I've got all of mine through Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee, and I'm really glad that I did. I took a quick health assessment. I answered those questions open and honestly. It was pretty simple. It took me 15, 20 minutes. And then I waited, I think, a day or two, maybe max two, and I received a quote. And they kind of set me up of, hey, this could be your quote. And I was like, wow, if that's going to be my quote, that's going to be great. Well, that quote happened, and I saved 20% per month on this health plan, and I got better coverage, including a teledoc conference when I'm sick, so it's a lot easier. That's the new way of medicine and practicing uh, for doctors to help prescriptions, and they can help you out when you're sick. I mean, they've helped me in so many different ways. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. If you're in the state of Tennessee, make sure that you look at Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's fbhp.com slash A to Z. Don't forget with the BetMGM app, you can win big, especially starting Thursday again. Just about a day and a half uh, for us to go until college basketball comes back, and I'm looking forward to that. So in the meantime, have your friends join BetMGM. So you can get bonus bets to use on Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday. And for the rest of this tournament, what you do is you log into your BetMGM app and you send that refer for an invitation out to your friends and you get $50 in bonus bets uh, if they sign up with your invitation. And you can do that up to 20 friends. That's up to $1,000 in bonus bets if they sign up uh, with your invitation and uh, they get the same $50 in bonus bets as well. So have your friends join. It's there's not much more fun than talking about your bets with your betting buddies, win or lose. Like Zach and I had a conversation about all the things we lost over the weekend, but it was fun during that conversation. So check that out with the BetMGM refer a friend invitation. So check that out. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older Tennessee only new existing customer offer. All promotions, several qualification, eligible requirements, wards issued, and knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days. And for problem game of sport, call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789. Time to throw some shit. <laughs>
All right, Zach, time to throw shade on this Wednesday. You're laughing. I'm guessing you're having a chuckle at a, at a shade in the comment section. Well, Charlie's saying, I don't remember Lamar being this damn injured. Zach's acting like he's Lonzo Ball. <laughs> and that Lonzo Ball got comment. That got is me. funny. Uh, that Lamar good, Jackson Charlie. has had, uh, let's see, he's had three, four, he said five injuries in his NFL career. The last two years, he's had two that have really been something, right? He had a concussion um, that wasn't a big deal. I believe that was after he got bounced from the playoffs, so it didn't affect anything. And then he had a lumbar sprain pull in 2021 in September. But the last two years, when he had the knee injury and the ankle sprain, that's where everything they're, they're season costing injuries. I think that's they they create more levity of what they represent. I think that's why it's been brought up and it's been back to back years. And you're getting a guy coming off of that. Uh, real quick, Gary says, Can you answer? Can you guys answer my super chat? And his super chat was about Derrick Henry. I think what we mentioned was the unknown of Derrick Henry. Let's wait 31 days. And Gary then will assess where Derrick Henry is or where he's not. And then we'll talk about Lamar after the draft. He's if he still is, in fact, under the non-exclusive tag. Uh, let's see. Carlos says shade on the Cardinals. I knew this was going to happen for signing Dennis Daly to a two-year contract. You saw that yesterday. Um, let's see. Jonathan took shade on me for wanting a 40-year-old quarterback, uh, but not wanting a 26-year-old uh, MVP quarterback. Well, you left out. Well, no, actually, you, you included two-time MVP. Actually, Aaron Rodgers has won it two or three, four. Well, four-time MVP versus a one-time MVP. He won back-to-back MVPs like in the last, like you know, two and three years ago. Right. Bork, you know, talking about daily again. Shade on that. Uh, Michael Jones uh, throwing shade on Zach for calling uh, Triple J trash because he is trash. You just need to reassess your thought process of what trash is, and it comes in the form of Jaron Jackson Jr. because he's not going to be available in the fourth quarter because he's going to fall out, uh, fail, foul out, and fail. Denise says shade on Rand not getting a vet wide receiver to help this young group. I think the hard part was there wasn't a lot of vet wide receivers out there. Mm-hmm. Brent says throwing shade on myself for saying Tennessee had no chance of beating Duke and making the Sweet 16. I think a lot of Tennessee fans were in that uh, group just to hey prove to me that you can win. They proved that well, and they're yeah, playing this. I, I have text evidence uh, to Charlie Burris and Zach Reagan that I said Tennessee matches up really well with Duke, but I also emotionally hedged my bets and put fifty dollars on Duke to win on BetMGM. So you know that's how that works. So Malachi is saying, doesn't Zach talk about the definition of insanity, which is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result? Yet he wants the Titans to continue to do what they've done over the last twenty years. That's wrong, Malachi. There is a new person that is controlling the Titans' decisions, which is a brand-new general manager and a new, I think, a new look on what the team is. So I don't think they're doing the same thing. I think that they'll pick better first-round picks now that John Robinson's not making those decisions. Jesse also throwing a lot of shade at me. Well, wanting to stay mediocre for all these years, I'm not trying for the Titans to stay mediocre. That's honestly the last thing that I would want. Mm -hmm. Um, And let's see. Uh, uh, American says shade on American baseball players who refused to play for their country in the world baseball classic or Japan had almost all their entire team made up of Japanese all-stars. You saw that last night where Japan beat the United States in the world uh, baseball classic. That actually was a close game in the ninth inning. Yeah. It's the most viewers that Mike Trout and other angels players have ever had on. <laughs> There's good. That's good shade right there. All right. Get, what is your shade, Austin? My shade was, uh, on a couple of other people's shades, it was the fact that the Arizona Cardinals didn't just sign Dennis Daly to a contract. The Arizona Cardinals signed Dennis Daly to a two-year contract. It's not just that the Arizona Cardinals signed Dennis Daly to a two-year contract. is that Monty Austinfort is the new Cardinals GM who was just the assistant GM with the Tennessee Titans who had to have watched Dennis Daly give up the most sacks per pass block snap of any left tackle in the last 30 years. And then he gets a job to be an NFL general manager. And on March 21st, he signs Dennis Daly to a two-year contract. And I don't, I don't care about the details on Dennis Daly's contract of how little money it might be for. 
You don't need to sign Dennis Daly in March. You can sign Dennis Daly in July. I don't, whenever, just after the, like, go draft a guy in the seventh round. Get an undrafted free agent to come into rookie minicamp. Hell, get a tryout player after you sign all your undrafted free agents. And that guy is worth and better for an investment into your franchise than Dennis Daly. Like, what is Monty Austin Ford doing? That makes no sense. Like you saw how bad Dennis Daly was and then you get your opportunity and you sign him to your new opportunity. That makes, I'm throwing shade on Monty Austin Ford for signing Dennis Daly to a contract. I, a lot of people agree with you. This was probably our most popular shade of this shade day on this Wednesday. Um, and, and yes, Xavier says, and the Titans wanted Monty as the GM. And David says that this guy interviewed for the Titans GM position. He did. The Titans interviewed Monty Austin for for that GM position. The and Cardinals to, job is a tough job. I, I don't know if I would, I would want that. Like, job. is that a part of the plan? Like, is it all right? Yeah, the Cardinals have uh, Kyler Murray with the torn ACL. They have a bunch of money lined up with Murray. Do you just try to have a bad offensive line? and you know, make up some ACL recovery complications with Kyler, punt on 2023, have whoever your quarterback is get sacked 18 times from Dennis Daly, and then figure it out after that? Like, is that the plan? Because that seems like it. Maybe. Uh, my shade happened from over the last 13 hours, and I had no idea. So, uh, a little backstory. Uh in July, I went to Mexico and caught this Kubera snapper fish. If you see that, big boys, like 55 pounds. So on the boat, uh, talking to the, the captain, whether I was talked into it, I said yes. And I got this thing taxidermied and getting it mounted. So they told me it was going to take six months. That was in July. So it's March, right? So six months, July to December is, is six months. Now we're January, now we're February. Now we're March, we're end of March. So I had this hunch. I kept on thinking about this. It's like, look, this, this fish pretty big. I need to clear some room. I don't have room in my current house. I'm planning on buying another house in, in the, the summer. I don't have room. So yesterday afternoon, I have a storage unit and I went to clear some space in said storage unit for this big ass fish. I get an email, no lie, Austin, at 8 a.m. this morning before the show about that the, the fish has been shipped. The problem is, is that they have shipped this fish to my street address but to Monson, Massachusetts, mm. wrong address. So I now have to call them and who knows where this fish is going to be swimming all up the Atlantic coast and then possibly back down to Nashville at some point. I don't know what I have to do, but you have one job taxidermy co uh, company, and that is to ship it to the right address that I provided and now it's going to Monson, Massachusetts. Yeah, that's weird. It's funny. Uh, I have, there's an address that matches mine in Virginia. And every once in a while, when I'll be like searching for something, I'll get that address to pop up. And I'm like, no, I'm not in Virginia. Like, you know where the hell I am. You track everything. You know, it, so yeah, that's, that's, that, that's. I, uh, I don't know. It, it, as the comments say, it's a little fishy. But yeah. now I'm going to have to get on the phone afterwards and uh, talk some. I, I mean, it's already shipped. I'm screwed. Yeah. It's you, somewhere in the abyss. Yeah. I have to wait. You have to wait till it lands in Massachusetts. Hey, maybe you can holler at Doug Kayad to go pick it up for you. Right? Well, I'll be, I may pick it up next week. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> never. I would never yeah. do that. All right, guys, uh, that's a great show today. Look, Jimbo, we waited a couple days to have the Lamar Jackson conversation. I hope Jimbo got what he was looking for. So Zach says, no, Titans should not pursue Lamar Jackson. I say yes, but only after this upcoming draft. So we'll see how that uh, plays out over the next several weeks leading up to the NFL draft. Make sure you like the show before you go. I always say this. I guarantee 
there are way more people watching live right now that have hit the like button. So hit the like button. If you're on Facebook, hit the like button. If you're on YouTube, hit that like button for us. Helps us out greatly. Uh, coming up later on today, Buck Rising has a live 615 Sessions uh, podcast this afternoon with a Titans media member. I'm sure they'll talk about this Lamar Jackson as well. That's at 2 Central. And then Buck Rising live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime at 8 right there. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on a fr- on a Thursday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.